0: Yes! The jackass. First frontier. Thanks, folks, for
1: your ass.
0: <laughs> the vision is vivid the way the picture is painted. A lot of young rappers think I'm just severely thinking about income but money they really ain't making. It. it must have me mistaken. Ain't no thinking on my end. Is it dividends? Is what a nigga really fit? Not the richest nigga alive. Broke. Let me get back to the words, fucking vibe for Game Game's full of shit. Stop a beat and the toilet. Back, niggas is poison. Bell beard the ball I'm the anchor, of the rest of these niggas. On that boat. Smoking dick, niggas tripping. Got no flow. In the nerves. Get on my spitting garbage I'm down in here. They air's filthy. It's time to be clear. Like a fan in the kitchen. I'm just not catching nothing. That y'all pitching. My circle best of the best of rest. There's no need to miss it. the here. The rest is the the stars the rest. It's time to build them Niggas waste music. Then I'm here to waste eradicate, terminate, finish it, Finale, Third jacket the jacket for the journey. So don't mind me. My behavior is violent, but I guess you'll see. I'm a season product of the DMP. What up? What up? What's up? I hate you know what I'm saying. Nigga, we made it. Another week. Another week. Another week. It's, a, it's a great week. A, a great week, man. Most excellent week, man. Uh, most excellent week, like, we're still out here, man. I think people thought we had been tapped out by that. Look at us, we still going. we still, still going. Still going and going. No, I'm talking about? That's right. Man! And guess what, guys? Welcome to another week of Journey of a Jackass. And That's right. Chacol, and I'm here with my illustrious, prestigious, driven, motivated April Golden goddess,
2: that's right. Hey, y'all, we're here for another week. Another right. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hey, how how are things on your end? Things are great on my end. I knocked out a test today. Hey,
0: congratulations
2: on that! Passed congratulations my
0: test. on that!
2: Thank you so much.
0: There. Yeah, um, congratulations.
2: I went in there and I was really calm about it, and came out with a with a W. Came out with a win. So I'm happy Man, that's about what I'm that. About.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Hell so yeah. Congratulations now, on that.
2: Congratulations. Just, thank you so much. Now I'm thinking about the next step. Um, actually Friday, I'm uh-huh. going um, and seeing about enrolling in school. I'm gonna go ahead and keep this ball rolling. Yeah. keep this motivation going, yeah. um, because I got some things that I want to do, you know. So
0: this one thing, I, like, okay. and so um, I feel like that as you don't, especially black women, but you in particular, from everything you come from and everything you've been through, I like, I feel like you don't get your flowers enough. And I want to say that I appreciate you being the co-host. I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, and doing the things that you, you're. I was doing um. being a proud mom. You know, what I'm saying like you're handling business and you're striving for it, no matter what you are striving for, and I'm gonna give you your flowers
2: for that. Thank you, I really appreciate it, and um, it's just I just try to just keep going. You know, I just try to keep going. There's a lot of things that I've done, but I it's still more that I want to do, and um, I want it all. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes life can try to take us under, or we'll have different type of you know trials and situations that we're going through that really puts us in the damper like emotionally and um as long as you don't stay in that mindset and state of mind and like always find the light at the end of the tunnel or look for the light you know what I mean you might, keep, it might be a little dim moving. yeah yep. keep moving towards it keep moving yep. towards it everybody's journey is not the same you know we live in a world now where um On social media, everybody living like lavish and doing this and doing that. But everybody's journey is not the same. What may have been a quick journey for some might be a long journey for you, but it'll all pay off in the end. You just got (laughs) to keep going. You got to stick in
0: there, man. I'm sticking in there.
2: I'm I'm sticking in there.
0: that's right, man. That's why I had to give you your flowers tonight, man. Cause Thank you, you, you. grind it hard. You grind it hard. I was like, oh we it took us a little while to get the, the podcast together because you know I was pushing the books and everything. Right. You've been
2: sad fast dedicated. Like, hey, let's go in. Let's knock it out. Let's knock Yeah, we're we, not. You know what? These numbers going up. We're getting more you listeners. We're getting more views. And it you shows. Know? The the main thing that we keep keeping up is the consistency. And it shows. That's right. That's right. That's like
1: that. oh, I'm thank you, right. thank I'm you. I right. know. Yeah. You know. Thank you. you know
2: I'm, I'm great. I'm great. But look, what's been up with you? How's
0: Man, this is so 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 things have been starting to fall in place me a little bit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to start a new gig. but I mean, hopefully here in the next uh week or so. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So next by by the end of the book, by the thirty first, I should be starting a new job. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they give me in, and if not, it's going to be mid-month, August, whatever the case may be. But yeah. I'm be starting a new gig, so that is definitely a plus. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. Got to make the money. Got yes, to make it the is. Money. The, the kids ain't going to stop growing. No, nope. um, And bills don't um, stop coming. They, they don't stop coming. So, I, um, I got to receive the email today from Channel 7 about uh, me and the co-host for the Expo I'm throwing to come and do an interview. The promoter. Mm-hmm.
1: In so August.
0: Been, it, yeah, yeah, in August. So, you know what I'm saying? That's been a plus. and um, you know, things have just been panning out. Like they, like you said, there are days I'm like, man, fuck. What I'm going to do next? But then I just keep pushing through. Still writing books. Still doing everything. You know what I'm saying? So, what right. it's about. about resiliency. That's I learned right. that in the Army. I, I sure
2: did. Yeah. <laughs> we sure did. You know what no. I was thinking? And uh, no. I don't mean to cut you off because I know you're no, about you to get to you the did. story time. But... Um, this is hitting me. Uh let's add a motivational quote.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. You wanna you wanna close the show out with that or you want to start the show with? It? We'll figure it out, but I was yeah, just yeah. throwing that out there, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good idea. I uh-huh. agree. I agree. Uh-huh. That's a very, very good idea. And and people keep hitting me up like, ma'am, we need to bring the, the 50 steps back. Really I've been, okay, I've been, I've been re- yeah, I've been receiving tips. they bring the fitness tips back. The fitness tips you all was doing in the beginning were funny, y'all just stopped doing them. So, okay, yeah, so I, I got another message about that, That's but yeah. Um, today when I show, I think it's perfectly suited. Uh, read the room, right? We have an author, we have a producer, filmmaker, you know, what I'm saying all around good, special guy, um, coming straight from Houston, Texas. All right. Uh, on the show, author Larry Smith is on with us tonight. So you know it's going to be a special show. Uh once we get him in here, you know what? He's going to tell us about his books and and the stuff he has going on in the in uh film world and this documentary and stuff like that. But before we get to the good stuff, <laughs> we got to get with the the master story time with me. story time with you. <laughs> okay, so The name of this episode is Read the Room, right? So I think that's one of the problems that I've had in my life. Like, sometimes I go in a situation, I just don't read the room right. I just, like, I don't. I just go in there, I just talk shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck it, it is what it is, right? Oh, no. So in this particular case, I did not read the room right. I didn't read the room. Mm -hmm. So um, I was on a deployment, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when, when we deployed, we, we deployed together. So, you know, we had access to getting the alcohol and and, and parties and stuff like that. <laughs> I remember I remember going to Redhead night and karaoke night, and, and people had damn near full bars set up in there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> there was drinking going on when I read this room wrong. Right? Okay. So, so, um, we would all hang out in the motor pool down there. We'd be doing like a man maintenance and stuff like that, whatever the case may be, working okay. on our I think it was ready to go out on mission and stuff.
3: Okay. And
0: it was a dude in my unit. I was like, hey, man, I ain't gonna say which deployment is on, because they just to this, this show. But and they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I was like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? What, what's going on with these two? It was two dudes. What's going on with these two? You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. They on some gay shit, you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Oh Lord. i was like, man, y'all stay on some gay shit, man. That's what we doing over here. Like, it's, it's women over here. Why y'all huffing on each other? You like, bust them out? I, I, I didn't know if they was gay. Or not. I was just cracking jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just, I was just cracking jokes, Like, I didn't oh, know. Okay. I just, I didn't know. So people, uh, people, I guess people who social was like, to hey, like, man, just leave them alone. Let them be. Uh huh. They don't need, they don't need everybody in their business. I said, what is they business? You know what I'm saying? Like me, young, dumb, not reading the book. What is they business? So uh, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, yeah, so we all go out to the little party night they had on on the camp. we in there partying. Everybody having a good time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Everybody dancing on the ladies. Even the two dudes dancing on the ladies. Um, But at the end of the night, we we all got in the little truck and left in the Humvee and left. And they sat next to each other, so I wasn't reading the room, right? Uh-huh. Talking shit, man, I got game, man, stop, cut that shit out. You know what I'm saying? We over here, it's women over here, and these women out here putting out. What are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, uh, we started going to the, the we got the point, but they stopped coming around me because they knew I had jokes. But I, I used to joke on everybody keep the, the morale up. it's free to cool up stuff like that, crack jokes. Come down here, I mean, look at you, motherfucker, blah, 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 this, 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 uh, this. You this. made
2: them feel uncomfortable,
0: apparently. I, well, I did. But you got to think about when this was going on, when this was going on.
2: um. Don't ask, don't did, tell.
0: I, they don't ask, don't tell. So I didn't know if they was gay or not, but I was just cracking jokes. So I was looking at y'all violating don't ask, don't tell. I didn't, I don't know if they was gay or not. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the dudes was married to a woman. So I was like, okay, yeah, oh. maybe they're just best friends. And they cool at the house, whatever case may be. So uh, we were sitting around drinking one night. We went out again, had a good time. Man, everybody had a good time. Me and a couple of my friends, brought some girls back to the birds. and we had a good time. We were drinking. And you know, the night went like the night. Everybody everybody had a good time. So we had the event where I had to speak. So I'm at the speaking, and I'm up there talking, giving my speech. Like, yeah, you know, this, this is, I want to thank everybody because I got an award. So I, was like, I don't want to thank everybody. You know this is this, this. Except um, for, I was like, except for him, 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 him. And that was two. Not reading the vote, right? So you know, I almost got in trouble for this shit. It's like I'm yeah. telling you, I almost got in trouble for this shit. So um, I was like, man, what the fuck? So one night we was uh everybody was chilling. We, it was the middle of the night, and we was getting we started getting rocking and They saw she rocked us on the base. Boom! 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 Them just landing everywhere, and when they landed everywhere, we had to go to either to a bunker or we had to go to like a hallway area until the the, right. the incoming stopped. The rocket right. stopped and all that stuff. So me being, I was a leader at the time. So this was a problem that I was doing this, but I wasn't reading the room. Mm-hmm. So I'm going on knocking on everybody doors. Come on, everybody out! Everybody out! Bunkers! Blah blah blah! Everybody out! Boom boom, boom! 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 Let's go! Let's get out here! So I go knock on uh, the, one of the guys' doors, like, "Come on, let's get out of here now." You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. And then, you know, they were nice when we we would get more, everybody just we started getting more. So much people just like, "Fuck it," they just like, "If it happens, it happened. I'm gonna stay in here sleep. Right. So for real, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is what it is. And yeah. Man, fucking, I'm gonna stay in here sleep. So me not reading the room. So I said, "Hey man, y'all need to come on." So I opened the door, and when I opened the door, uh. I opened the door, the knob came off, and the door came open. And the door came open, and sure shit, old button, one of the dudes was beating up other dude back out. Like beating his back out, like in the zone, beating his back out. Bom, bum bum bum, bum, bum. I go, like, oh shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, read, I said, so and so of them gay. So and them, so of them gay. They're they fucking blah blah blah. Somebody you did that? I did oh my god. I, I was young. I was young. So I said, man, we're not supposed to be doing that shit over here, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Not reading the room. After after uh, the water tank ended, right, a group of people came to my room. They said, man, you need to come out here, right? So I said, what's going on? They said, look, man, we told you to stop messing with them about this. Everybody already knew. That's why we didn't bother them about it. Everybody already knew. But you had to go put them on blast from the chain of command, so they went to the chain of command trying to feel harassment charges on me, right? So I went to them. I said, man, don't even do this. If y'all gay, y'all gay. I didn't know that y'all was gay. I was just cracking jokes, whatever case may be, right? And then um, they can We said we all sat down and talked, whatever the case may be. I said, man, y'all live y'all life, whatever the case may be. But what your wife gonna think about this? You know what I'm saying? You go And then on top shopping. of that,
2: at that time, they were probably doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. What? Don't, yeah. ask,
0: don't and tell. Don't, don't tell. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, so what you gonna do when you get home to your wife, right? Me, not reading away, right? the room, right? The 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 wife knew about them, and it was like they was like one big happy family. Oh. And there, and there was one big happening, so I didn't know, right? So me not reading the room, I was having a conversation with one of my homeboys, not knowing that one of my homeboys was uh, a undercover agent. Not reading the room, I should just shut up, just say nothing about it, mm-hmm. right? So he went to the chain of command with it. Me not reading the room, not paying attention, not just mm-hmm. I should just keep my mouth shut, or whatever the case may be. So. Um, they got caught fucking again, but this time they got caught by the agent and both of them got put out the army. Yeah, both of them got put out.
2: Oh, so, so when the agent heard it, you kind of like peeped them on and he ended up kind of like being on their case and ended up catching them.
0: It kind of them catching. So I was like, damn, that's so fucked up. So me not reading the room led to two gay dudes getting kicked out the service.
2: Now, well, my thing is. Okay, you might not have a red in the room, which that was not your business to in that aspect. But if yep. everybody else knew, why didn't anybody pull you to the side and say, hey, you know, like we already know that. That's already. I was a young, volatile person, and, and
0: I was like, man, I'm like, man, you don't get the fuck out my face. It. I'll smack the shit off you. So, anyway, so after they got out, after they got out, right? Mm-hmm. After they got out, they went on their merry way, right? hmm. Three or four months later, I seen the wife at the at the APs uh, working at the PX. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, I said, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, blah blah blah. She said, No, it's okay, it's fine, we're doing good. I said, Okay, cool. Me not be the room, or whatever the case may be, the whole relationship was open. I fucked the wife, and that story time will be.
2: Oh, wow, that's horrible. <laughs>
0: So yeah that's what happened. Well
2: technically, if you had sex with the wife, then that means you had sex with the Dick and the booty
0: hey, man, nigga too. No. <laughs> I did, no. I didn't so, so know. No. So what was crazy is that when she came, when she came over to uh where I was at, she brought a female with her. I thought the female was for me. Oh, they was all loose. They was all loose. It was it was a party. So me the room, I was just like, I was apologizing and everything. And then she was telling me like, well, I had my on you all this time. I never wanted to be in that situation. Blah blah blah. Knock the bottom out. You know what I'm saying? They let that be that. And that's story time with me. And then one of the dudes wanted to get back in the arm. That's what, that's the crazy part. Yeah. So that's story time with me this week. All right. <laughs> so tonight. We have a special guest, author, entertainer, filmmaker, director, producer, editor, yes. entertainer. You know what I'm saying, this man wears many hats and handles his business. Come and stride and alive, live from Houston, Texas. Let's go! Give it up for Arthur Larry Smith. Hey. What's going on, man?
3: Not much, man. How y'all doing?
0: Good. good All right. Good. I try to keep the story a little light tonight. Usually they get a little rough. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, man. How you, do, how you doing down there? H the man, with that tip, I know it's hot as hell down there right now.
3: Man, let me tell you something. The, the sun is kissing the ground out here. You can cook an egg out here, bro. It's hot. <laughs> I do not miss you.
2: Texas at all, but welcome. All right, welcome thank you. Welcome to Journey with Jackass, Larry. It
3: is
0: great to have you.
3: Journey with yes. Jackass, I like the yeah. name. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, you know Oh, because of the story times, the question is, stuff like that. But we, we try to touch on real stuff, through community events, um, mm-hmm. Black businesses, reads of the Week, uh, Fit mm-hmm. Tips, Travel Tips. Stuff like that. Like We try to encourage our community to grow, but we do it through our own fiendish ways, if that makes sense. Right. And we yeah, all family yeah. here,
2: so we ain't going to dread too bad, but... She ain't going to too bad. <laughs> <does> <laughs> too bad.
0: Right, Larry, get, get comfortable, because this is about to be a little ride. Alright, <laughs> All right,
2: Larry. So, um, just give the audience a little bit about yourself and, you know, and we'll go from there.
3: Well, um, I spent the first five years of my life, you know, in the countryside, in a, in a small town 30 miles east of Houston called Liberty, Texas.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, Liberty. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's where all my people is from. So I, I grew up, I'm from the country, but I came and moved to the city, you know, uh, after a few years after I was born. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. You know, I, I, have, I have property in Spring and in Cyprus.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. too far. Everything yeah. is I mean, Houston is big though, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. it's just one big circle around now. Yeah,
0: it's an eight, six, mm-hmm. ten, Oh, yeah, one big mm-hmm.
3: circle. Yeah. Man, so, mm-hmm. so
0: man, tell the people what you do, tell them why you're here. It just say Larry on your screen. Tell these people who you hear what you what you're here to talk about. Like, well, who, I want I
3: wanna I'm trying, I'm making my way. Uh I've been doing a lot of podcasts. the past few years you know on authoring and uh my storytelling and stuff but i'm i'm really trying to gain a bigger audience like i just had some postcards made for uh like major talk shows like my my end goal is to uh is to appear on oprah in her book club that's that's what my that's what my target is you know that's
2: awesome yeah
3: that's (laughs) what my target is and i feel like for what she do and what i've been doing the last 13 years with five books a documentary and stuff like that i feel like if I keep doing enough of these, she may just hear about me. And and that's my dream, you know. Right. I, I, yeah. I have a, uh, I'm not just a, I'm not a fame chaser. I'm, I have a message and I feel like the only way I'm going to get my message out is if I keep doing podcasts, you know.
2: Right. I, it, I, I, have
3: it, to, it, I have to touch one person at a time because, okay. you know, like. I seen a show last night where a girl was talking about her book Light Lark, and she said there's uh-huh. a lot of gatekeepers out there, and they don't, they're not letting you in. So you gotta reach people one by one, you know. And uh, but there's it, it, a lot of
0: people that's gonna that's gonna pay attention to this interview. So make sure you you let them know who you are and what you're what you about. <laughs> okay. and, 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 and then you're gonna be you're opening yourself up to a new audience, cause uh, again. Uh, we're up and down the East Coast. It, it's people listening oh, yeah. to all over the country because we we have like a good military following. But it's people yeah. up and down the East Coast that did listen to us. So oh, okay, yeah, we, we both were military vets. I'm retired Army, and April did a whole bunch of years. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, most of
3: you I know mean. most of my uh, most of my. Friends I grew up with is uh, went to the military. I'm the only one that didn't go. You know, they I got one serving out in Quartal <laughs> right now. He's out oh, there yeah. for like a year. But like my story uh, takes place in Killeen, as you knew, like we talked about. Uh, is like yeah. my story is like where I was living in Killeen in 2000 and the end of 2003. And then when I when I say, hey, bro,
0: we, we was in Killeen at the same time. I was in
3: Killeen from yeah. I remember to, you telling me 2000 that.
0: To, to, to 2005.
3: That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I was in Killeen from like oh eight
0: yeah. to like twelve
3: or thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was back here in Houston, but in uh, in oh four, man, um, I got into a situation where we we uh, got caught up, and I was going to clubs out there. It didn't look like the military to me. It was, it's it looked look. like party time. <laughs> <laughs> So I took advantage of
0: the hood. Yeah,
3: Yeah, like it you, is. You used to go to city lights. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I went went to Fusion and all that. I remember yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Sam's Dollhouse. Yeah, oh, yeah I remember. I remember city <laughs> it's lights. It's Wall Street. Now I don't see. Yeah, That's a lot of it. I don't remember, but I know they used to go out to this park, and you know show the cars up like a little block party on yeah, Rancier. Um,
0: yeah, on Rancier Memorial Park, West Memorial yeah. Park.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah we go out there. Yeah. I
0: was out there.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's when I was back. In, back then, I was drinking and doing every drug known to man. But I changed. I changed my life, and I'm just taking it one day at a time now.
2: Right. Man, that's
3: good. That's a that's a positive, man. Yeah. Mind. yeah a, what?
0: So, so with, like being up there in Korea right? With it being a party time and everything, I'm surprised you didn't really take advantage of how big that. Because that's one of the biggest bases in the army. So I'm surprised you didn't take advantage of
3: the crowd there. Well, see, I, I didn't start writing until 2010. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I I didn't start. See, my life took place in 2010. Like, everything started in 04, and I like I was in the house, and me and my buddies, we were, like, having fun. You know, then we got off into selling drugs and stuff like that. So one day, one of the guys walked in that I knew, and he asked me, he was like, you ever done X before? And I was like, nah, What what's it like? And he was like, man, the way he sold it to me, made me go out looking for it that night
1: mm. and that
3: was that was one of the i don't want to say a regret because i wouldn't done i wouldn't have been who i am today but man it was it was close to a regret how bad it did me because yeah. uh i went out looking for it i went to i went to fusion that night i had fun and partied and then after i came out of there i went to a store and asked somebody you know can you know why i can find exit you know and then i went home and took the drug and you know Everybody I talked to after this all this happened, they said, "Man, it ain't never done me like that." But I don't know what he sold me, bro. But I don't, want, I don't ever want it again, bro, because it was the worst part of my life ever.
0: What right. yeah, was, was crazy is back then in Caline, because I, I was there before they put the gates up and everything. Man, they used to have drive-bys on posts, like like people selling dope on posts, like Man. like. You go up around down Rancier, they had like hookers out there, like you yeah. could get dope anywhere.
3: Like it was D boy D boys that came. Yeah, they I they used to have that. this club. They used to have a club on base. I can't think of the name of it, but it's like the dog patting In the Force Dome. The, Sports the, Dome, Dome. Yeah, the Dome, yeah, the Dome. I, and Sports I seen Dome. they used to come up. They used to come that. home from uh, from war, and they just they, it wasn't nothing else they did. I, like their PTSD was kicking in, bro. They just fight each other every, every night. Every, 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 Every I'm Friday. Like, what about the listen, women in here they didn't care nothing about that it's time to fight
0: listen mm. every every friday every friday we were go going especially on pay fridays we would go in there we would drink us a cup we would like drink before we go we give us a couple beers and as soon as they start playing like some archie ever some little job we jump around on the floor and all the women standing outside we don't care it fits uh-huh. you all <laughs> the security just let it die down.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, wa- I watched the dude. I watched the dude get a chair thrown at his head. Man, in the in the in the leg part, hit him in the ear. I I, I got up out of there.
0: It was my. it was nice. It was nice in there, man. I remember seeing um the Samoans wrecking shot. if you if you go to Samoan, you go all the Samoans, it didn't take many of them to shut something down. Well, I'm so saying, glad I
2: wasn't there for that part. Yeah,
0: yeah it was, you, who, you who, know, was, it was. I wasn't. It was. It was, was kind of wild, but I wasn't there for that part. They, but, they, got the um, force, they, they shut the sports down. and made it like a. Uh, they tried to make it a restaurant. Then they just shut it all the way down. They're like, "Nah, mm. we we over this." Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, um, Larry, you know, after you went through that phase and you changed your life and um, just started taking it one day at a time, and in two thousand. Um, 10 was that the inspiration for you to start writing
3: well all of that was because i had got diagnosed with schizophrenia in 2006 so i went Mm. on a whole wave i went on a whole wave of taking medication due to taking ecstasy the symptoms Mm. and side effects so i had to reevaluate and fight my way back into a normal state of life you see what i'm saying because my mind was so altered that i didn't like that whole year of 2004, I laid in the bed in my room and I didn't go anywhere, I didn't talk to nobody. The whole year I tried to commit suicide. All this because of X, bro, and that's my message. To right. people who think that, you know, that we are, we're we so busy uh, always talking about how good or how it did for us, but you don't never hear about my stories about somebody saying, because they don't never hardly get a chance to recover to say what it's like. That's right. why I call my movie The Other Side of Ecstasy. So you will see the other side of this drug that makes you feel so good. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. Yeah. I was looking at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you, um, wow. so, well, let me, let me get to the movie. So the other side of ecstasy, um, when you were, um, writing this and going through this process, having to actually go back and take your mind back into a certain states of mind that you were at that time. Um, was it like challenging for you? And if so, like, how did you overcome so that you can come up with this masterpiece for this
3: movie? It's a, It was a lot of emotion involved writing it, you know, and uh, I had to gather myself because it was times where I had to write about, you know, trying to hurt myself and all this stuff. So I had to really gather myself and keep my mind mentally as a writer instead of trying to get so caught up in what happened to me so once i got that once i got that done and i started writing my story i you know um you know once it started coming together i I just started like really putting my story out there like i published uh the other side of ecstasy the book and uh i believe it was around by 2018 or 2019. Mm -hmm. and you know but but i just started putting you know the movie out there you know this Mm -hmm. actually uh this year
2: right
3: okay I, i done a doc i done a documentary on the story uh, it's called the Journey of a Gifted Writer. It's on uh, mm-hmm. YouTube. You can YouTube okay. it free, and it it just got picked up by television. Uh, uh you can watch it on your Firestick. Uh, um, I have a distributor oh. called Film Hub, and uh, they picked it up on uh Free Movies Plus. So you'll be able to watch it on Free Movies Plus. I okay. prefer people to watch it there on Free Movies Plus.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the more the more uh, you get on streaming platforms. The more other places to be prime, everybody want yeah. a piece of it. You get know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right.
3: Yeah. I mean, like I the thing, the thing, um, I don't want to say it makes me stand out, but anything I do that that deals with my career, I don't take it lightly because with, with me on disability, I don't work as much as I used to. So I take I, I take this full throttle. So when I do something, it's like that's why I say, you know, uh if I want to go to Oprah or if I got a if I got a um, a movie or a, a documentary, you know, I, I want it on Netflix. I don't, you know, like Joel Osteen said, I don't look for the chickens. I'm I'm looking, I'm I'm flying as an eagle and I want the best out of whatever I do, you know, because I, I have like, you know what I'm saying, I have a family, you know what I'm saying? And, they, yeah. and you know, my yeah. family, uh we don't always, we we bump heads sometimes, but I gotta do for them, you know what I'm saying? Because if one of us make it out, you know how I make how I make one look when every when one of them is doing good and everybody else is suffering.
0: You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, well, I say this and I, I say this uh, all the time. I say it to myself, um, and I say it to people that are actually working hard, and they got the journey, this on their journey, stuff like that. If people expect things from you and apply pressure on you, they they that I means you're you're doing the things you're supposed to. When people have expectations from you. So if they're yeah. expecting you to make it. there is a high expectation yeah. for you. If they're applying pressure for you to go, and they yeah. know that once you get here, you have to do it. Yeah, there right. a, they're, they're expecting things from you, and that's yeah, a well,
3: good thing. When well, you bump heads, at when you're an artist or of any 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 type of thing you're doing, that's trying to do it on a larger scale. You bump heads with 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 closed mind. I don't. I I sometimes don't like to use the word negative, but it's true. But if they're really closed minded. They don't mm-hmm. have the same vision. They really don't have a vision at all. So it's like you have to, like, talk to them a certain way because they really the energy is, is pressing. is so much pressure on you. You know, you're trying to get somewhere and people are steady, you know, you know, doubting you because you're not this uh, TV person on TV all the time. You, yeah. You're trying to rise from yeah. the bottom. So it's like right. you have to you, you kind of I kind of got to look at it like I have to earn their respect. Because if Mm -hmm. I don't look at it like that, you know, it just, it ain't, I'm I'm not looking at it from the same angle. So,
0: so, Larry, it's funny you say that because you know what made me start writing books? I'm four books in there. You know what made me start writing books? I was on a podcast and I told people that I was going to write a book and they started laughing at me.
3: Yeah.
0: And I wrote two two books the same year after that, two good
3: books. And I bet you those laughs stopped.
0: They they did.
3: Look, yeah. I'm
2: I'm I'm behind the power curve. I might
3: need to <laughs> get on and well see the thing tell is, about
2: my story.
3: Yeah, because the thing is, I oh, the last 13 years of writing and authoring, I noticed I've came across people that said these famous words that they are famous to me because they say it so much. I want to write a book and I see them 12 years later, they still saying it. What you waiting on? Dude, the only thing on? that's Just the only wait. thing that's stopping you is you're not you're not actually taking the initiative to do it
0: you know I've been going to a point where I tell people if you send me your manuscript and let me review it I would I would make some additions to it or I will like you know kind of help you pin it out the way it's supposed to go yeah that's what I do if if, if your story don't make sense I'm gonna tell you where you need to fix it yeah structure like that like Mm -hmm. like yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah I I do that and then people people come to me I, I love it when the people actually follow through and do it but maybe people like, man, I still don't have the time to write the book. I'm like, well, you never, you're never going to have the time. You have to find right. it if you really want to do
3: it. Yeah, you're and then so many, so many people think that what we do is easy until they actually try to do it, and you then know, they say, you, you know, know what, this is if a if lot of work. Time. Yeah, this is, is a lot third. of work. Yeah, it yeah. does. They think because you're not physically on a job that you're not working. No, it's still brain work involved, and that's all work. Right.
0: Too. That's it's right. It's all work. That- and then, did then, if, if nobody wants to put out garbage product, uh, the book I just released a couple of weeks ago, I rewrote that book three times before I thought it was good enough to, to release. Mm. You
3: know what I'm saying? So that, yeah, that shit takes work. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does.
2: Yeah. Well, um, so, Larry, you know, that's another thing that I wanted to ask you. I'm sorry. No, go, ahead, um, go, ahead, go
0: ahead.
2: Um, your uh latest book. How long did it take you to write that book?
3: Which one? Uh, the the um the one the that search, you had the, the search for lydia
2: no not the search for lydia uh-huh.
3: the,
2: um the other side of ecstasy
3: actually that book after i wrote it somebody came behind me and re- and stru- restructured it but it took me i think it took me about maybe about i think about five or six months to just because all i had to do uh-huh. was just get my story out the main right. point and then the person that was he was more experienced than me he came in and elaborated more on it but he took all mm-hmm. my viewpoints of the story and then like you know elaborated around it and stuff like that but all the mm-hmm. other books i really wrote on myself and the i noticed that when i first started writing the book it took me six months but then mm-hmm. i had to get out of that because i said you know what that ain't gonna work because i now my latest books has taken me like a year and some change to write it because <laughs> mm. it's more so, time consuming
2: right so yeah. you learn yeah. right i learned
3: i learned to i learned to elaborate more right that's what i was going to say gonna, so
2: you learned something from those first um uh, couple of the this the process in itself that's what you were saying before yeah. you mm-hmm. and I yeah. just the process in itself you wanted right. to just get yeah. the story out there but mm-hmm. after you started going through the process and learning more about it you started mm-hmm. putting more like meat and potatoes as we call it you know in yeah. the military ride more, more detail and start actually mm-hmm. um Mm -hmm. getting into the characters deeper and the storyline that's awesome
3: but but then i learned something with my my most recent book i just finished uh this year i learned that uh to write it on my laptop i learned to write in chapter versions like don't just i didn't this time i didn't write it like from word for word Mm -hmm. i started i wrote it in chapters like i write one chapter then i i close the laptop and go back to it but before you know it, if I got fifteen chapters, that's motivating me. Like every time I open it up, I got fifteen chapters now, so right. that's making me want to finish this book. So that's right.
0: so, so you you know what you know what one of the techniques I use I write the last chapter first. I write the last chapter. How I want to book the book to end, then I build everything else around
3: it. Yeah, you know, people do that in movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, hmm. yeah. You know,
3: people, people do that in movies.
0: They that's why when you watch
3: a movie, you always see the end first. And then they go into the story. And, oh wow! Book, I it, never
0: thought it, about it, that. It, yeah, if you read my in my book, Betrayal of the Black Bastard, it, it starts off at the murder scene where they find the body. Handle.
3: Oh, okay.
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah, it. yeah. Because
3: it makes I mean? it makes people uh <laughs> it makes people think, you know.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I I do have a question for you. So um, what's the best advice you could give to someone aspiring to do what you do? Um
3: never take no for an answer, accept rejection, because it's going to come at 100 miles per hour, and it's going to keep coming. It ain't going to never stop, so just accept it so that way when you do get a yes, you, you know how to appreciate it, because I still haven't got a yes. Only thing I'm doing is, I'm doing everything myself. I, I had... Uh-oh. Oh. Have a phone
0: call. Yeah, I think Larry got a phone call. Though. Oh. Man, to see if able to get back on there, right? In mid conversation, too, right? In mid conversation, I was like, Man, Larry, It in- hey, look, Larry, talk about he's gonna get on here, talk about was gonna be shy, man. Larry ain't shy. Shit. Well, you see, that's our nature,
2: it, it that's our yeah. job. That's what we do. We, when, when we have our guests and come on here, we're supposed to make them feel comfortable so that yep. you know they can go ahead and tell us about themselves and we can get more
0: out of them that way and yeah, you know, yeah. let me let me see if i can um uh, let let me remove him but then try to bring him back in okay oh yeah okay so yeah he went out the stream and he he gonna come back in okay yeah okay. so he went out he won't come back in but so yeah man yeah he was getting yeah. to it because i was ready to start we've been spending more time conversing mm-hmm. we really it's like you've been asking some good ass questions though i'm like look at, look at april. april well be, you doing, know. That. April be doing that research well, you what, know. That.
2: well yeah. what we are going to do we're we not going to stop the presses since larry and i came back in and it hasn't come back yet but what yep. we um do want to do um we're going to kind of uh do a little razzle dazzle um larry smith he does have the book on the other side of ecstasy Yep. And you all can look for that. And he also has a movie trailer of that coming out. So um, yep. the other side of ecstasy is um, is on YouTube, and is, um
0: should be streaming on other platforms soon. Yes, and he has he has diary of a gifted uh, writer. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? I was, I was like, man, um, he's really, really doing it. Uh, when I got put on to him, I was like, I was like, okay. I, I thought he was just like an author, but then I started looking at the stuff he has going on. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this, "Oh, yeah, this man is more than just an author. Like, this man is actually doing documentaries and movies. Like, he's, right. doing some, like he's doing his thing." So, yeah, he, said he has uh, thirteen
2: more. books, two documentaries. So, hey,
0: yeah, like I mean, he's still he's still getting after it. And then mm-hmm. with with the hardships, with the hardships that he went through, with the depression, schizophrenia, suicidal That's right. ideologies. I'm sorry, um, man. Hey, yeah, that's rough. But what, what is crazy is, I was in Cali at the same time he was dead, and Colleen mm. was a war zone. Like Cali was. I was it. not Man, listen, Cali. You can go up and down, Rancid, get whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? I, like I, I, I to go to the park. I, we used to go out there, and hang at the park. We used to go park out there, and hang at the park. You know what I'm saying? Chill out there, drink beers, and you drive right back on post. We used to go out to Belt and Lake, go out there, drink beers, get fucked up, drive right back on post because there was no gates to that. And then when they put the gates up, you know what I'm saying? Stuff started kind of slowed down a little bit, but it was people getting caught selling dope on post and everything. So mm-hmm. him getting caught into those kind of situations out there is really, really believable because there's a lot of people got out in the army saying, Yeah,
2: there. and it's awesome that he you know went through that and was able to recover and like he said he's just taking it one day at a time so um when it comes to being like in recovery that's all you can do you can take it one day at a time and then that he's doing something positive um with that time is something you know beneficial like he's he got he 13 books in now you know what i mean so he started from you know, finishing a book in five months to finishing a book in a little over a year. Learning and, and,
0: and professing his craft. And, and, and you know, you know what's crazy? It, like the the important part that, that you, I take from this is, is that he he with the other writers for help. And that's one of the right. things that um I I tried to do, but then I would read that content and like I'm like, well, that content is really not as good as the shit that I'm writing. So it's like, do I really want this person read me, telling me what the, what I shouldn't shouldn't be doing with this book? So instead, I start going to um, I start going to people that read, that read like I read, like I read almost hundred books a year. Mm-hmm. I talk shit and I'm a jackass, but I read. You know what I'm saying? So um, I start going to people to read. I'm like, read this book and tell me if it makes sense. Read this manuscript and tell me if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the feedback, the, the feedback I received from people that were reading my books uh, was that. Mm-hmm right you know what I'm saying? and it helped me mold and it helped me mold my my books right yeah
2: okay i think i think we may have lost Larry for tonight yeah it's done been a little minute so um you all can find yeah. him on at author larry smith on instagram and y'all just go and check him out uh we appreciate larry coming in and gracing us with his presence and giving us you know um the insight of how he started to become an author and a little bit about his story.
0: Uh, We're going to go ahead
2: and keep it trucking.
0: We're going to go ahead and keep it
2: trucking. And the next thing we got going down is community
0: events. Community events. Yes. Yes. I ain't even even getting to get to the good stuff with him. Yeah, but that's all right.
2: That's all right. We'll we'll have him back on next time. Yep. Before he gets to Oprah that's right before we get to oprah so look uh i got a couple community events today friday this friday the 21st you better know it the food truck and family fridays in augusta it's on 4102 Windsor spring road and basically it's a parking lot full of food trucks Uh Um, black there's a lot of these black-owned businesses they have Uh ribs they have um uh, island caribbean food they have you know sweets ice cream they have all kind of different type of foods out there i know i'm going to be there i've gone a couple of times and it happens uh-huh. every other friday um of the month so a food truck family fridays in Augusta it starts from five to nine so if you in the area
0: come no. on on windsor spring road Man, you know, Whistle mm. Spring Road. There's there, no damn. No, We
2: got Larry back. He's back. Oh, he is. Yeah, Larry's back.
0: All right, Larry. But you just gonna cut my hey, arm like just that. Fucking, just <laughs> Man,
3: I don't know. I don't know what internet I was running off of. I didn't know if it was y'all or me, but I found out. I think it was me because I had to hook my internet up and all of that. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, hey,
0: man, you're in, there with that, you're in there with that dollar general internet. You know you can't use them AOL dollar cards no more.
3: No. I got it. From, <laughs> I got it. From the, I got it from the library, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, welcome back. Let's get back. Let's get back into these questions. Welcome back. All right, so. Um, besides your movies and your books, right? Uh-huh. What is your most notable accomplishment to this date? No, can you repeat the question? What's your most notable accomplishment
3: to this date? Um I don't I would have to say I would have to say above anything would be me um uh, in twenty fifteen converting to Islam. That would be the, 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 most, oh, the wow. most the most biggest thing in my life because that 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 actually opened up the door for everything i do pretty oh, much. did somebody
2: introduce you
3: yeah it Israel? was a guy it was a, a brother of mine from bangladesh you know um mm. he was from india india and uh he mm-hmm. was living next door to me and he would always come by the house and ask my mom you know if i wanted to go to the mosque i'm like no nah, i don't want to go i don't want to go i don't want to go and uh one day i just decided to go you know and um the 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 imam the he explained everything to me and I had an understanding, a basis of the religion. And, you know, it, it's what people don't understand. It's not the fact that what they told me that I shouldn't do. It's just that they opened up a door and show and showed me a mirror of what it was doing to me, what I was yes. doing. Yeah. It showed, you know, and it, 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 get, it shined a light on my life, you know, and it made me, you know what I'm saying? Because, I, you know, I never knew anything about Islam before I converted and didn't know nothing. All I knew was Malcolm X.
0: Well, I know I know you know that the
3: six thousand years is up.
0: I know you
3: know that. The six thousand years? Yep. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't enlighten. I, yeah, okay, yeah. We,
0: we that's the conversation we have on the other day. I, yeah, the six thousand years is up. I yeah, I I grew I grew up my dad was in the nation of Islam, I grew up in
3: the mosques. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, you know life.
3: they got they got so many they got a lot of different sects of, of Islam, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I, I'm not. I'm not too familiar about the the uh the Shia or the Nation of Islam. I'm I'm Sunni, but I'm yeah. open to I'm open to learning. I go in the Nation of Islam mosque. So I go learn with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because we at the end of the day we are Muslim. You know. Yeah. So mm. whatever, whatever is something over there that they know that I don't know. You know, it's something that I know that they don't know. So we all learn from each other. You know, it's like it's like Baptists going in uh different den- denominations all sheltering each other from each other. Y'all all the same, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's good. <laughs> that's like an old Larry. My <laughs> <High> Larry. What <laughs> <laughs>
3: the Larry X? Larry X down there. Larry That's the biggest highlight of my life, though. Yeah. So what do you expect to be in five years? In five years, I would expect to, you know, scratch one of the things off my list which is you know to make it either oprah's book club or get on like a major talk show where i can uh get an audience a bigger audience and get my message out but uh i would also like to uh actually i would like to have a position in a mental hospital you know what i'm saying being a being a counselor you know based on because i've done that work before like the clinic that i went to they hired me because that's yeah. how that's how functional i was and yeah. i became, and i became and uh you know uh that's uh, one of the things, uh, yeah yeah i'm an advocate and you know uh that's one of the things that i'd like to do because i like to be involved because my message goes along with that and the reason why i was hired by my clinic is because i have life experience and the doctors they can't touch that because i that's can right. in, i can sit down yep. with them and go places that they never been that's, that's right, right. Yep, mm-hmm. yep 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 yeah so that's my that's one of my goals is to you know get a position and, and that's another thing about doing these podcasts hopefully one company you know like manager and here in houston will see uh a, a wherever will see a podcast like this and say you know let me reach out to this guy because he's very well versed in mental health you know so yeah that's oh. one that's
2: well yeah. we don't, we don't want to put it like hopefully we want to claim it we yeah put it already into existence
3: i hope you know so. What i mean I, I, I believe you so.
2: pushing something out there pushing this same podcast or whatever anything that you might be featured on to mm-hmm. those platforms is a
0: touch as well yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. pe- yeah. people are going to stream this and you, you, they're going to listen to it mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying so they're like yeah. who the hell is this guy and I always tag your social media information and stuff like that right so April yeah. you got you got any um questions over there because we about oh, no I asked a whole know. bunch of questions <laughs> okay, <'cause> it, <laughs> we it, got knocked off it, a
2: it, little it, bit so Go ahead with the crazy stuff now.
3: Larry, you ready?
2: How you doing tonight? I'm
3: ready, bro. You got me on here now. I'm ready.
0: Okay. Hi, Larry. How you doing? We're gonna All right. Que- we're going to get to these questions. You sure you got anything? Nothing else? I'm good. <laughs> okay. So you a director, a movie director. Uh-huh. You, you, you done documentaries and stuff like that. You worked on it, right? Yeah. Question number one come on would you direct a porno and who would your female lead be
3: (laughs) man that's a that's a tough one there
0: (laughs) repeat the question would you direct a porno and who would your your female who would you want to be your female lead So now, Lathan. No. Hey,
3: hey man! Listen, listen. Look,
0: that's your answer. That's your answer. Shit. shit. But you would direct one, so okay, that's a plus. All right. So, um, next question: What does writer's block look look like? What does writer's block look like?
3: I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't get it anymore. I wrote, I wrote by hand for the first six or seven years, by hand. So. I, I, when I started getting writer's block within that time frame, I it just started I start breaking it by just what I did was I kept thinking I kept thinking I kept thinking and once I got caught up I just keep thinking you know and I could never put no music on but I just I just outthink writer's block
0: by keep mm. imagining. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah for real and keep it yeah, keep the imagination going. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Look at look at Larry,
3: Larry. <laughs> This dude is oh, <laughs> right, This gotta man. be this is this is the wildest podcast I've done yet.
0: Oh man, listen, Look. let's go, Larry. I, I, <laughs> okay, so next one. How do you feel about uh, uh, black men wearing dresses in movies? Do you feel like it's a rite of passage for black men in Hollywood? I feel like they don't
3: have to do it; they do it because they're too desperate they either seeking some type of extra attention that they shouldn't get, they shouldn't want. But I don't, I'm not, I'm speaking my opinion. Mm. They may feel different because, like somebody say, they're actors. But I don't see it that way because if it, if it was the case, Denzel don't do it, Samuel don't do it. Nope. I ain't never seen them do it, but I don't knock the person who do it. I just wouldn't, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't allow it. I ain't going to say I wouldn't. Yeah, I can't say I wouldn't allow because I don't believe I want to do something like that in my movie. That your gay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, it takes. I think it takes a man out of his character. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, why yep. would you? You know, uh, my. This again. This is my opinion. You portraying something that you really not, and, you, and that's dangerous because you know even even Tyler say he go home and he gets caught up in that in that act and he starts speaking like that. So what is that doing to your character? Hey, hey, man, listen.
0: Well. We gonna, go, we gonna move on to the next one, because that's, that's a whole Yeah, new yeah. New. yeah.
2: I mean,
3: you asked me, you asked me. You know. asked me. Yeah. No, you, that was a good response. You, you that was answer.
0: a good response. That was a good response. Larry. Okay, <laughs> so question number four. If Netflix offered you a five good movie, five book deal, but in order to do it, you had to survive in a locked room with five gay, flesh-eating zombies. Would you do it? What? <laughs> I probably wouldn't get that deal, bro.
3: <laughs> I probably wouldn't get that deal. I mean, it's other deals. But you can't there.
2: survive with the zombies. You gotta
0: stab the zombies in the brain. Hey, man, listen. You need just your bare hands and them.
3: No. <laughs> First of all, they're eating flesh, and you know. And the way, and the way, and the way it is, and right now, you know, you can't say nothing about certain things, man. You know, man. See, well, that's the difference though. Like
0: over here, like yeah. if, if we 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 not disrespecting nobody, but everybody has an opinion.
3: Right, and, and it is an opinion.
0: There, there, there are things. It that is I an say opinion
3: because opinion. anything, anything I say to it, it, my opinion cannot be your fact. So it don't it, it have to be your fact.
0: Larry, there are things I say on this podcast. People send me text on why you, why you say that for all these people to hear? I'm like, somebody mm-hmm. got to say it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I
3: mean, you have well, a voice in your podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's that's why I come in, Larry. And yeah,
3: yeah. You, you're yeah, yeah. You the balance.
2: Yeah, like I said, I, you know, we on the zombies. We need to stab the zombies in the brain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So next next question. If there was one person you could scribe, you could scribe their life, um, who would it be out of this list though? You if there was one them. person out what? You would you could scribe their life for them, like write an autobiography for them, right? Out, who would it be out of this list though? Crunchy Black, Pinky the porn star, Bill Clinton's illegitimate son, or Fleesh Johnson? I don't know who hmm. Fleesh Johnson is. He's
3: the, he's the booty warrior. I know who he is now. <laughs> 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 yeah, um... so you get
0: you, had describe, you had describe one of their lives.
3: Man, I would I would probably say Pinky, cause I you know just to go in detail, I don't know. I mean, cause she she got a life outside of that. Yeah. She got a life yeah. outside of. That. She was yeah. somebody before that,
0: and she was somebody after that. So. Yeah. Pinky built like a uh, milk jug now, though. Leave Pinky alone now. Leave Pinky alone now. She's she, she, she still out here like, handling business. Can't knock, can't knock that. Yeah. All right, my last question, man. Who you think gonna win between Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford? Um, uh, I actually,
3: you know what I'm saying, don't throw nothing at the screen, but I ain't never seen neither one of them fight, but I know enough to know that maybe Crawford might get that just just on you know what i'm saying publicity and stuff like that i mean i've seen it you know but i don't know yeah. the yeah, other yeah, guy yeah. the other guy may he may you know he may be waiting he might been waiting on that opportunity you know yeah 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 for sure. and then you never can you never can you never can count out the underdog neither you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. man yeah All right hey,
0: man okay okay so where can they find can they find yourself at mr larry See, I took it easy or you tonight. You thought I was
3: gonna you on. Oh, I took it easy tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not big on you know, public eye and all that stuff. That's why this reason why I'm the writer. I don't want to be on screen. <laughs> 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 no, but uh you know, you can uh my uh website, I should have told you to put it at the bottom, but my website is uh dot Okay. Yeah, and Say,
0: then, re- repeat it, re- repeat it, and then I'm gonna need you to send it to me so
3: I can add it to the podcast when I post it. Okay, it's www.authorlarrywaltersmith.org, O R G, and uh, you can find like most of my books is on uh, walmart.com, and then my most recent book, The Search for Lydia, is on Amazon, and it's a 75 page book. Oh, wow, okay, okay.
0: Man, well, Larry. Man, we Larry, know, Larry, you survived Larry, us. Larry,
1: Larry, Larry, you
3: survived, man. Yeah, y'all are hell.
0: Man, listen.
2: <laughs> I am a goddess. He might
3: be
1: hell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Larry. Larry. Man, look. I, man, that boy I has mean, some hot questions for a Muslim.
0: <laughs> 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 That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, man. Hey, man. I answered you real, though. You know what, you what I'm saying? You did you did and that's what we want that's yeah. all we want man but shit, man i'm glad you came on i appreciate it man and uh we definitely got to have you on again you know what i'm saying Before yeah
3: I y'all just hit me up man like even if it like even if it's like three to six months down the line i, I don't mind doing a second interview you know yeah
0: pretty, awesome. well, we we're probably gonna do it sooner or later. we probably gonna do like an office panel have a whole bunch of authors come on and stuff
3: like that okay yeah, yeah. i've done one of those before like it was some yeah. other, it was a lot of brothers from uh like in London, around the world, we all did a, like, it was like all black authors and we did like a, a podcast
0: together. See, there we go. Yeah. All right, well, thank you again, Mr. Larry. Thank you, Larry. Yep. Thank yeah.
3: y'all for having me. Y'all good yep. energy. Yeah.
0: and we thank will you. see you next time, good brother.
3: All right, in April. All right, huh? Keeping yes. balanced Keep keeping balanced.
0: I'm gonna keep him balanced. I'm gonna keep, him I'm keep him, I have to,
3: I have to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have to. All right, Larry.
0: All All right, all right. Okay.
2: Ah! (laughs) Okay, so that was good. That was good. I'm sorry, I had a similar hand. My son trying to come in here and stuff. But, you know, um yeah, that was good. That was good.
0: Yeah, so Larry dropped some good stuff. Yeah, he did drop some gems. So let's go ahead and get into. I'll finish get going back, and getting get into, get into get the back. community
2: events. Yeah. 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 So my second community event. Uh, oh, let me click on. So second community event is actually Saturday, July 29th from 7 to midnight. And it's at the Savannah Rappers Pavilion. And it's actually the Lovers and Friends, Couples and Singles, Grown Folks Entertainment, Adult Sneaker Ball. Okay, if you haven't already got your tickets, you need to get your tickets. Um, you can um, text or call this number 803-262-7156. If you're definitely in the Augusta area, again, it's gonna be uh at Savannah Rapids Pavilion. And it's grown, folks, y'all. Okay, y'all don't want to miss that. Is uh bring bring your own drink. It must be in a black or red bag. There'll be a food buffet um dress code is uh fly and flashy so you
0: know this from growth okay
2: b-y-o-b yeah b-y-o-b yeah all right and let me just go one more down now all right this one is a little bit ways off but it's the uh georgia's wine fall wine festival Uh and it's actually september 24th and it's from 1 to 4 p.m and it's gonna be hosted by um uh, the lock the blue jay, and there's uh-huh. a live performances for from I'm looking at over 10 artists. Okay. And what it is is um unlimited wine, unlimited wine tastings, fall flavor mimosas. There's gonna be arts and crafts, food trucks and vendors, and just Everything pretty much for Augusta Fall Wine Festival for grown folks. Now, you got to be 21 to attend because we can't have no minors out there um, consuming alcohol. And you can find the tickets for this on eventbrite.com. And you can just put um, Augusta G-A-S, which is Georgia, Stanford, Georgia, um, Fall Wine Festival Tickets. All right. Okay. Right.
0: Oh, okay. Man, look at that going oh, down down there yeah
2: i'm trying to do a little something some you know a little something some some some.
0: i see okay so me um for the community events they got the hbcu fan reunion oh Yep, that's at fort hunt park in alexandria virginia july 22nd from 12 to 5. oh yeah Again, that's sad Yep, the HBCU Family Reunion at Fort Hunk Park, Alexandria, Virginia, July 22nd from 12 to five, right? Mm-hmm. So the next the next event I got tomorrow night at the Howard Theater, mm-hmm. Project Pata. Project Pat gonna be up here. Y'all make sure y'all go get your tickets up. It's just a general admission at the Howard what? Theater. Project Pata. Project Pata. I went to Chris's oh. Mafia before, and Lil White passed out, bust his head open. Um, Damn. And, and Project Pat just took over the show. He took it over. I was like, Damn. Project Pat, right? And yeah, that i go to that. Yeah, Project Pat, Project Pat. But yeah, the HBCU Fan Reunion, Fort Hunt Park, Alexandria, Virginia, July twenty 12 to 5, right? Now, okay, I, have okay. black, I have a Black business. You know you had uh monopoly and all stuff I, yeah. went on, I went on basic and i bought a game sham monopoly okay this is this about the sham shield about the e below and, it, <laughs> and he signed it for me and everything right so we got the Sham Shield. it's like monopoly right but yeah it got, it got like it got like tickets for like like do not pass go go talk to the the birds lawyer blah 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 stuff like that um Soldiers hanging in the smoke pit. Sergeant Major shows up with soldiers hanging in the smoke pit. Like it's, it's like the crazy ass game. So I look, I said, Yeah, I want that Okay. So, so you can go to shamopoly.com, and he sells these. It's like Monopoly for people, for soldiers. But uh-huh. it's like so describing epoch blog. You know, we used to sham and get out of everything. So those are my two community events and my black business. All the week, A week, yeah, yeah man. Sham off and then we'll play
2: this shit this weekend. All right. I know that's right, yeah. Play and see how it is and let me know.
0: Yeah, I let me get you one to send one to
2: you. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah,
2: yeah, okay. I got you. Well, we, um, you know, we already went over the read of the week with um, Larry's The Other Side of Ecstasy, yeah, 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 and yeah, um, uh, so.
0: I think we people really need to check that one out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he has uh, short stories and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think we covered the read of the week this week. I don't think we have to delve too far into that.
2: Right. You know
0: what I'm saying? So with that being said, we can get into the because that was all positive. The stuff he was talking about, even his recovery was all positive.
2: Yeah. So
0: so can we get into the some more negative shit, the dumbass of the week? Yes. Dumbass of the week. Fuck is he talking about? So, my dumbass of the week. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so it was a private in the United States Army. Mm-hmm. PV2, to be exact. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. 23, 23 year old Travis King. Oh, the yeah, V2. I saw that. Yeah, he's a, he's a cavalry scout with the 1st Armored Division. Mm. Right. You know, the four armor divisions is, in, uh, but they were in their but they in South Korea to help patrol the border. That's what their mission was over there. They were there to help patrol the border and stuff like that. They showed there's no invasions and stuff like that. Cause you know, mm-hmm. North Korea is doing their nuclear weapons testing and all that stuff. Well, case okay, maybe, be right. Right. So while, while he was in Korea, you know, I've been to Korea and in Korea, it's easy to get in trouble. Easy to get in trouble. Very, very easy. Easy to get in trouble. So while he was dead he got arrested for assaulting a Korean, and had to spend two months in a, a South Korean labor camp. 55 days in a South Korean labor camp for uh-huh. assaulting the Korean and put him in the hospital. Right. So, this fucking dummy.
2: Oh my god!
0: It it's fucking stupid. He's stupid. So, you know, if you get locked up. Of course, there's repercussions from the military. They can't hit you with the... They can't give you UCMJ for the the assault, but they can give you UCMJ for violating Republic of Korea uh, rules of engagement, stuff like that, and they can give you administrative actions. Mm -hmm. We know that. I've seen it happen. Oh, you got locked up for DUI out there? Don't worry about it. We're going to get you for disbanding law for order. Don't worry about it. We got you. You get busted down anyway. So, after he was released he was supposed to go back to Fort Bliss for some UCMJ. You know, that's the punishment. That's what we get, the Article 15, the punishment. Right. And a dishonorable discharge from the Army. That's what he's supposed to get. So this is what he did. This To avoid everything, he went on the DMZ bus tour with 43 other people. That yeah,
2: he... Weapon. He left the whoever was escorting him to the airport. They left him there at the airport and then made sure that he got on the flight. And he
0: they, they, left. He left. They uh-huh. left. They re- took him to the airport and they left him there. And he left because he knew what was waiting for him when he got back. Right. Mm-hmm. So this fool went on the DMZ bus tour. He went to Seoul. He caught. A, he left from the airport. Got a bus from the airport to Seoul. Went on the DMZ bus tour. So after they're getting there and completing the tour, right? While everybody was going to get back on the bus, this fool took off, struck off, running across the border mm-hmm. <laughs> at full full sprint, full speed, chopping wow, 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 <laughs> head back top hey. top to get across the DMZ, right? Hey, so yeah. when he get, when he got across the DMZ border, he completely disappeared. He disappeared. As soon as he crossed the border, he disappeared because you know it's foggy at the at the border. He yeah. disappeared. He disappeared. They could not find him. They could see him. None of that stuff. They chased after him, but he was gone. He already They say gone, something. Gone, he
2: was gone. picked up in a van. Was he? And that's what I heard. I said he was picked up on the van. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just
1: taking no them. No, go no, ahead. no. With yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. But was he? Because if he was picked up in the van, his ass
2: ain't he never coming pe- back. His ass, his ass was picked up in the van. But
0: go ahead, finish. Yeah, so he, they, he just spit out of sight, right? He probably coordinated that shit. No career I'm coming, right? <laughs> oh, oh, for real. This dude is fucking stupid. All this to voice from UCMJ getting put out. He could be over here working, looking for a job right now. Right? Only 23 years old. You recovering from these things. Right? Yeah. The worst thing about this whole situation, the very, very first one, and why this motherfucker is getting the dumb ass of the fucking week, he was goddamn black. This motherfucker was black. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he dumbass every week. I, like when, when I read this story, I said, okay, this motherfucker, this white boy doing the shit or some Mexican doing this shit. Then I looked at the name, I said, his name was Travis. I said, okay, this a white boy doing this shit. I looked at the picture. I said, this nigga looks like he from the bottom of Georgia. Like he just been a son all day black. I was like, this nigga is.
2: That don't yeah. mean a thing. He was just young and dumb.
0: Man, listen, fuck he thought he was. Dennis Rodman. Black
2: or white or whatever, he was just young and
0: dumb. Dennis That's Rodman, what it was. Dennis Rodman, the only black allowed in North Korea. But this dude was black. He ran into North Korea. Now they can't find him. They're going to never get him back. If they do, he's going to be in pieces. Hopefully he going back alive. But for his stupid ass running into a, a country that no one is allowed in except for North Koreans that Dennis Rodman this is why he's getting my dumb ass of the week. Fuck is he talking about? Travis King, you stupid motherfucker, embarrassing the army like this.
1: Stupid.
2: Yeah. Fucking dumb
0: ass of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Definitely <laughs> an embarrassment.
0: Yeah. yeah, fucking dummy. I was like, man, what the fuck is going on? Really? And, and when I seen the picture, I was like, that's the only face mm-hmm. I can make. I look at the picture, I was like, dog, he can't be for real. He cannot be for real. But that's my dumbass of the week. So, anyway, let's move on to the good stuff. Let's go ahead and get to these travel tips, Miss April. What you got over yeah. there? Yeah.
2: What you so, got over there? You know, normally, you know, Group farm is my go-to because I love the all-inclusive. But um, I'm on cruises this week, right? Uh huh. So, from cruise is kind of going to go to something that's a little bit more close to me. Um, but you guys can actually go on and cater. Um, I got. I'm on Carnival.com. Uh, you can actually go on and cater to your own um, where you want to sell from. But I picked um, Charleston, South Carolina, because that's closer to me, right? So Charleston, South Carolina has a four-day uh, to the Bahamas from Charleston for $289 per person. Okay, so you'll go from Charleston to NASA and then back to Charleston again. I'm
0: I mean, that's good. That's, it. A, that's 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 weird and perversive. Like, even for my author's cruise, we're leaving from Miami. I said, why are we paying? The flights cost more to get to Miami than it is for the cruise. Why are we cruising from so far down? I didn't tell it to the, the person that's right. put the cruise together. Like, let's leave from Northrop or South Carolina or something.
2: Yeah, and it's actually... Um, actually you can go on there and um uh, hold on let see here. so for so for me they have uh, what i would go to they have jacksonville they have um port Canaveral, which is you know orlando area then they have uh charleston south carolina they have a, a mobile alabama you know it's like other places um norfolk virginia that you can leave from there so it's like, yeah, you can sometimes going all the way down there. Um, you don't want to really want to do that, but going all the way yeah. down there, they might be going to more places if that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, what well, they, they do, but like, like for instance, my auto schools, we just want to do like a short weekend, go on and do activities and then come back. It's, it's supposed to be like a weekend getaway. So I was like, why right. are we, why, why am I paying $500 for a flight to Miami? when the cruise only cost 383 dollars right you know what i'm saying right yeah so
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta get on there and play around with it and sometimes it helps like if if you call the people too so yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is sure. what it is but yeah go
0: ahead and check that out now yeah you know i will you know i love me some cruising you already know that I Love hey yeah. so april we made it to the end of another Damn show. Yeah, we made it to the end. We made it to the end. And, and woo, that was a good show. Okay, Larry came on. He, he he, shook out that safe right quick. Uh-huh. He did. I was like, come on, Larry. He did. No, he, did. he did. He did. So, now next, you know, next week, we're going to have the um, the Gentile podcast on. And, you know, they are relationship based. So, okay. They, they, they talk about relationship I'm ready. As they, as they uh, attain like pertain to them so it's gonna be okay. a, uh it's gonna be a, a panel kind of discussion so this uh-huh. is gonna be the first one where it's gonna be, it's gonna be like 10 of us all on, on the stream yard <laughs> I'm ready I'm ready too so it's gonna be fun so anyway let's play and close this thing out so tell everybody where they can find you at, finally, with finally
2: you can find shit. me on April uh miss cutie queenship golden goddess find me there on instagram come see me. Please,
0: <laughs> yes, please, and y'all know where to find me on the Daya record, the author Daya and you can find both of us on Journey of a Jackass TV. We're really trying to get some YouTube streaming numbers up. Our streaming numbers on our, um, everything else is doing good, but we try to get the YouTube numbers up. Watch the videos. You only got to watch it for like two or three minutes for us to get a view. That's right. <laughs> watch some videos. You sit down and watch TikTok all day. You can watch us. Yes. Watch us. You
1: can
2: talk
0: watch that us. Shit. Watch us talk that shit. So anyway, April man, I think it's time for us to close it on out. Hey, you know what I'm
1: saying? Peace, peace.
3: Yeah, let me talk my shit. Uh, never hear Bill talk
0: cheap. Sippin' on mud, I'ma talk in my sleep. Whole brick of salt, what it cost my piece. 1500 what I got on my feet. This off-white, what I got in my back. Selling off-white, what I got in my pack. Don't play ball, but I, I play with them racks. City gear, niggas don't know about sex. Just drop 30 in the 5.0. Roger gonna blow when I ride through slow. 20 by 9s and the Ds all go. BBS diamonds, yeah, I got that glow. Whoa.